Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free whilst lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, this episode today, we are going to be focusing on on uh, that tax side of things in particular. Uh, the last episode we had, I just walked you through last week the front door and back door Roth IRA. Today, we are going to be talking about the super backdoor Roth IRA, which um, this is becoming more and more well known. But I find there's a lot of people that know the backdoor, but don't know the super backdoor Roth IRA. So this is huge, in my opinion. And I hope that you really take this to heart and thought as you look at your particular situation and um, looking, if you are looking to sock away more money and um, you might love the backdoor Roth IRA where you're saying to yourself, this is perfect. I love Roths, tax-free growth, tax-free withdrawals. Yeah, I got plenty more in the bank. I want more money in Roth IRAs. If that is you, this episode is for you. However, you see, my friends, there is a problem. There's a limit to what you contribute outright to a Roth IRA, whether the back door or the front door. The limit is based on your age. So if you're 50 years old or, or if you're younger than 50, I should say, it doesn't matter whether you go through the front door or the back door, the most you can contribute is 6,000 bucks. If you are 50 years or older, it's 7,000 bucks. That's it. And that's per person, by the way. So maybe a couple might be 12 grand and 14 grand. Front door, back door doesn't matter. That's the most you're going to be able to do. Now, there is another option. There is another strategy. The super backdoor Roth IRA allows you to put more money potentially in a Roth. Possibly it could allow you to put even more than that quote unquote normal way. Now here's a few things to be aware of. There are defined contribution plans, 401ks, 403bs, stuff like that where people put money into it as both employee and employer. That limit, I believe, is around $59,000 in 2022. So when you have that employer-sponsored plan, you put some bucks into it as an employee contribution. And assuming it's pre-tax, you're getting a tax deduction for doing so. Right now, I believe that's uh, 19000 buck or $19,500 if you are under 50 years old, or you have a whole catch-up contribution, which might lead you to be able to put in like $26,000. So like another $6,500 to $7,000 that um, you can put in as an employee. So 
that total limit, right, just on the employee, you are barely scratching half, if not less than half, when you are putting that money in as the employee. Now, your employer might put some dollars into it as well, like an employer match or profit sharing. The employer gets a tax deduction for doing that. And you, as the employee, will get taxed one day when you pull that money out and put it into your bank account. Now, here's what gets interesting is if between employee and employer that you have, you might have room to put in additional dollars that are not tax deductible, you could convert those to Roth, if not immediately every few months. So let me lay out a couple scenarios for you where you can't and you can do the super backdoor Roth IRA. So let's say we have an orthopedic surgeon, they're making 500,000 bucks, they're 45 years old. Let's say they're maxing out the employee sal salary to fertile around 20,000 bucks. Let's say the employer also matches in that plan and they match at a 5% rate. So the employer is putting in another 25 grand. And then on top of that match, the employer is putting in another $14,000, $15,000 profit sharing. So the total let's say is $59,000 between employee salary deferral, employer match, and employer profit sharing. In this case, the, the orthopedic surgeon I mentioned here cannot put in anything in after-tax contributions because they've met that maximum defined contribution limit between employee match, employer match, and the profit sharing. So in this case, we cannot do the super backdoor Roth IRA. And now for a commercial break. Have you ever seen that ING commercial that has a bunch of people walking around with random numbers hanging over their head? Like one has 700,581,000 floating over their head. Another has 2,348,000 over there. And then another person is carrying this number, big old number, $1,438,921. And this can be so confusing. What is the difference between one or the other? How can they be so different? And it begs this question, what is my number? What does it take for me to retire? Well, if you've been wondering that, my friends, I put together this little ebook that's about 20 pages long, so quick, easy to read, called What's My Number? And it walks you through enough scenarios to try and help you answer that question and give you some feedback and thoughts in terms of, do we have enough money? You don't wanna be that physician that has to go back to work after being retired. So if you want to grab this report, we would love to make it available to you. Please give us a call at 612-284-2409 and we'd be happy to email that what's my number report to you. Again, give us a call 612-284-2409 and we can send the what's my number report to you. And now, back to the show. But let's consider a different scenario. Let's say we have a small business owner. 
that um, maybe they're doing 1099 locums, maybe they have a small practice, let's say they're 50 years old, they're making 200,000. Let's say they pay themselves a salary of $100,000, they have an S corporation, which passes through an additional $100,000 in profits to them through distributions. They are doing an employee salary deferral of let's say 25,000 bucks. They are doing an employer match of $5,000 on their salary, so the same 5% we were just mentioning. And then for employer profit sharing, they are doing none, no employer profit sharing. So the total in this case is the 25,000 plus the five, so $30,000. In this scenario, this physician could put in after-tax contributions up to that limit. So if the limit's 59,000 for a defined contribution plan and they're putting in 30, that's another $29,000 that they could put in after tax, which means they could do a super backdoor Roth up to that 29 grand. They don't have to do that much with it. They could do nothing. Um, they could do all 29,000, they could do 5,000, they could do 6,000, they could do 10,000, they could do nothing and choose not to take advantage of that at all. So very, very powerful tool to get a whole bunch of money into Roth in a hurry if it is applicable to you. Now, the um, super backdoor Roth IRA, unfortunately, isn't available everywhere. The typical problem is that the plan sponsor, the people running the 401k, the, the practice, the hospital, whatever, has to allow it. If you are self-employed, you know, gosh, this is easy. You sign off on a few documents, you work with your third-party administrator, you can get it done. But if you are not self-employed, you may need to pull some strings in your HR department. So honestly, you guys, I mean, it is a really easy change. It's just a box that they have to check up, check out. Um, but to be fair, uh, for the employer side, this does mean more record keeping. This does mean more administration. And thus, there may be more costs added on to the plan and the employer for making this change. And obviously, the more employees you have, the more difficult it will be to pull it off. And I've found in my experience of working with physicians and people that aren't physicians, that the larger the company, the less likely that they are going to allow it. Now, another use case uh, may be that, uh, or it may not work, is where you have a highly compensated employee, if that is you, and you're already maxing out the plan limits. We talked about the orthopedic surgeon, uh, where you can't do it. But obviously, if, if you're not um, having the employer put in a, a buttload of money into the plan, um, if let's say you're in a, a two physician household and you have the ability to save a lot, or maybe you're, a, you're uh, a neurosurgeon that doesn't get much in the way of uh, employer money in your retirement plan. I mean, this is a really, really wonderful way to sock a bunch of money into the backdoor Roth. And I would point out, that um, not only can you do the super backdoor Roth IRA, on top of that, you could also do the traditional super backdoor Roth IRA we were talking about last episode. So if you participate in this, this doesn't eliminate you, 
at least the way legislation stands today, from participating in the um, normal backdoor Roth IRA. These are not exclusive things. They are inclusive. You could do them both. And so there you have it, my friends. This is the super backdoor Roth IRA, an easy way to get more money into Roth IRAs given the right situations. As you can see, you might be able to put tens of thousands of dollars into the super backdoor Roth. What an awesome, awesome, easy way to have money grow tax-free, come out tax-free in retirement. Uh, just be aware of whether you could do it or not. Be aware of your plan limits and make sure not to exceed those annual defined contribution limits. But um, that being said, what a wonderful way to sock away for retirement. If you have the ability and you have the desire to sock away even more money for retirement, definitely keep this plan in high consideration. It could be a big game changer for you. Um, if your head is spinning, if, if you're feeling confused, if you have additional questions, please feel free to check out our links in the show notes where I have a blog post on this very thing if you want to read it through, or just feel free to send me an email, dave at daviddeniston.com. And there you have it, my friends, another episode in the can. Would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts, hear what you would like for me to cover on future episodes. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave Deniston. Remember, my friends, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now, I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. 
Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issuer. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.davidderniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.